Hello and welcome to Perprac. I'm Kira Burkirik. And I'm Nicole Breeden. You're listening to How Are You Today, a spin-off series where we'll call an artist and check in with how coronavirus is affecting them mentally and physically and ask them to share their worries and their hopes for the future. Hello. Hi. Thanks, Josephine, for speaking with us today. How are you today? I'm good. I think, um, yeah, no, I feel pretty good today. I think I've been having ups and downs like everybody um, and feeling pretty sad when I think about sort of the collective global grief that's happening at the moment and anxious um, with how much uncertainty we're facing. But I also feel really lucky to be where we are and, you know, um, we've miraculously done a pretty good job in flattening the curve so far in Australia. So we're in a pretty lucky position and we've got um, relatively really wealthy health care. Um, so I'm feeling pretty fortunate, um, but also pretty, I guess, in flux like everyone. I'm wondering if you um, were able to share with us how you have been affected by the situation. Yeah, well, I um, had moved to Berlin um, at the end of January to do the ZKU residency for six months um, at Zentrum for Kunst and Urbanistic. Um, but obviously I um, am now back home and I decided to fly home in mid-March. Um, so my plans have changed um, quite a lot because I was going to be there for six months. So yeah, I guess I'm sort of getting my head around being back in Australia and it's sort of thrown um, my creative plans for the year to some extent as well. Yeah, so it's strange. It's nice to be home, um, but it's also been a big shift. Yeah, yeah, probably nice to be home, but also when you're not expecting to be home so soon, it has a sadness and a, and a grief attached to it. Yeah, a little bit. I noticed on um, Instagram that you've uh, been working on some drawing projects. Do you want to talk us through what you've been doing with that a little bit? Yeah, I've been working on a few different projects um, lately. I know from talking to um, different creative friends, I found that either people are making a lot at this time or not really able to make anything with the way they're feeling um, which I think are both you know valid and understandable reactions but I feel lucky that I've been in the earlier group of um, being able to make quite a lot and one of the projects that I've been working on since um, getting back several weeks ago um, is a series of COVID drawings um, and they're digital drawings that I've been making quite rapidly um, really I guess is a way to sort of process how I'm feeling and get my head around the pandemic um, and just my um, I guess emotional reactions to it. They're quite a departure from my previous work um, which has consisted more of photography and often film photography in the last few years and sculpture. Um, they're all quite digital and all produced digitally and I think um, have sort of a different aesthetic which was very much a part of um, the conditions I was making them in because I came home and I'd gotten mm -hmm. rid of a lot of materials before going away and 
also um, spent the first two weeks of getting home in self-isolation because I'd been overseas. So didn't really have anything physical with me to work with, just had my laptop. Um, but I've produced about 50 of them now and um, it's sort of interesting how they've shifted the ones that I made um, firstly when I was in self-isolation um, sort of have more of associations to like um, graphs or that sort of um, marking sense and I think you know back then several weeks ago it looked like our transmission rates were going to grow quite rapidly and there was a lot more things that we weren't sure about and so it was um, probably more of an anxious time for me and I was spending a lot of time focusing on the news and reading graphs and stuff um, and then the more recent ones that I've been making just in the last couple of days without um, intentionally trying to make them look like um, Australian native flora a lot of them have taken on that visual connotation so I think it's my subconscious sort of um, getting my head around being home I guess so yeah Ratuda Advocate had a, a a thing that was like a you know guy who lo- loves graphs doesn't want this to end. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm having to cut myself off. I've sort of cut yeah, myself off from graphs. Yeah. And, and what about um what about the news? As someone who who was very much cut off from media for I mean maybe the last one or two years, um, I have been binge reading mm-hmm. the news like crazy. Like, how have you? sort of been finding that kind of experience yeah I've been the same and I've also had to try to um come up with some boundaries <laughs> and sort of cut myself off to an extent because I was just um yeah getting too consumed by it so I'm trying to lo- limit it to like a certain part of time of the day and trying to sort of um keep it in one section of the day so it's not too much is there um anything else that you've been working on other than the drawings? Yeah, I'm working on um, a new research project called An Active Deep Listening, um, which sort of carries on from stuff I was beginning in Berlin. I was thinking um, about sound and the relationship between sound and images and um, thinking about needs for deep listening. And I guess in light of everything that's happened with the pandemic, that seems much more pertinent now. Um, And I'm working on um, an online project which I think will take form in a as a website which will be called an active deep listening and I'll pose some questions on the website about how people are listening or not listening to themselves at the moment and seek responses and then I'll make poetic responses in the form of images and texts and probably sound works to those submissions and sort of upload them as like an ongoing I guess sort of like a visual diary but like an ongoing interactive Mm. work so I'm working on that at the moment but I haven't really figured out a platform for it yet or how I'm going to bring it together so I've got a few um, irons in the fire at the moment. Is there anything that you're kind of particularly worried about in terms of what's happening in the world right now? Yeah I guess um, it's just so worrying to think of how many people are dying and Mm you know, how many people are losing loved ones. And, of course, I'm anxious about the rates here, even though they're relatively good at the moment. We're not out of the woods. And mm-hmm. it's scary to think of how quickly things can change. Crazy. My mum works in ICU, so that makes it a little bit more nerve-wracking oh, wow. for me. But I guess it's, I mean, in a smaller sense, it's pretty 
sad to see some of the beginning effects of it all on our art scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, seeing, you know, important organisations in the last few weeks lose their OSCO funding, like mm-hmm. Liquid Architecture and Westface and La Mama, um, and to see Carriage Works go into voluntary administration yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, that's sad. Those cultural institutions are really important and really deserve support. But I also think, you know, art making such a resilient force and we've seen throughout history that artists will always continue to make um, even through dire times. Mm. So I think I'm also drawing a lot of hope from that and I've been looking at a lot of work that people um, locally are making at the moment and feeling inspired by that and feeling like our Melbourne arts community is really strong. I think that was really illustrated during the bushfires when so many um, Melbourne makers and creatives banded together to put on fundraisers and sell works and stuff for bushfire relief. Um, So it's nice to see, you know, that our community is really strong. I think you kind of already just answered the question I was about to ask you, which is what are you hopeful for? I guess, yeah, just hopeful for... I mean, I I don't know if things will go back to normal, but I think um, the main thing that brings me hope is artwork and making it and also um, experiencing it. I actually have a little list of a few um, things I've been thinking and being inspired by lately. So, well, I've been listening to a lot of stuff. I've been finding it sort of hard to read and hard to focus because I've been feeling distracted. So I've more been listening um, to stuff. I've been listening to old recordings of Clara Rockmore, the theremin player. Ah. Yeah, which is beautiful, particularly um, her playing Tchaikovsky. Mm. And I've also been um, listening to my dear friend Justin Malbesso's Project Nouveau, which has brought some lightness to my last few days. Mm. And um, I've been inspired by a lot of work coming out of Melbourne at the moment. I've been loving Christine McFedridge's new Lumen prints that I think really show the resilience of her art practice. She's having to sort of reconfigure ideas for her masters um, in light of the restrictions. And I also um, don't know if you guys are aware of Amelia Dowling's new work, A Compendium of Hugs, which is sort of like a love letter she's written um, about people in her life she loves that she'd like to have (laughs) it's actually hanging in the window at the moment of um, study which is a new space art space in Brunswick has been founded by Sophie Morris and Ender Baskin and was just opening um, as lockdown happened Um, but they're using it comes with a window space so they're using that at the moment even though they've um you know, plans will have shifted with everything going on. I'm sure the space will do amazing things. So it's worth um, keeping an eye on On the way to the supermarket. (laughs) Yeah, on the way in your um, allotted exercise. (laughs) Don't stand there too long. Just um, (laughs) walk slow enough so you can read, but don't stop. (laughs) Sarah Lindsay has been rethinking her skirt project for a new project that... um, in line with everything that's going on. I haven't had a chance to talk to her properly about it mm. yet, but I'm sure it'll be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carrie Lee, McInerney, McRae and Bridget Ryan have started drawing, an um, online drawing 
well, I, not online, in real life drawing exchange where drawings are posted between artists, but then they've been posting their outcomes online. Oh, cool. Um, and they've been, yeah, really beautiful. I think the Instagram account's just called Draw In. Mm-hmm. Um, and last week I um, listened to Super Sleep, We Cannot Stay Still, a radio program by Annabelle Lacroix that was presented by Subtext and Threads. I've been listening to a lot of their archived um, programs as well. And also I've been listening to Bus Projects Radio quite a bit, and in particular Jazz Money's poetry readings. Um, Yeah, so I feel lucky to have lots of good stuff um, Mm. on the other end of my computer. Yeah. Content. (laughs) It does. It does. We're very blessed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, for those, thank you for sharing all of those. And for the um, people listening who may not follow you, you have been posting your um, drawings on your Instagram account. Do you mind sharing them and um, your website if you um, like so people can look up what you're doing? Yeah, um, my Instagram name is just Josephine Mead. Um, and my website is josephinemead.com. Thanks so much for having a call with us today. Yeah. And, and sharing all those great resources. My pleasure. And I look forward to continuing to see everything that you're making. Thank you. Thanks, Josephine. See ya. <laughs> we respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and the elders of the lands that this podcast reaches you on today. We extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. How Are You Today has been generously supported by the City of Melbourne's Quick Response Grants. Follow us at ProPrac Podcast on Instagram or email us at ProPracPod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Please stay in touch. We'd love to hear what you're up to as well.